What's up, guys? Welcome to the Midwest Tines Hunt Podcast. I'm your host, Braden Tolls. Only other guy in the studio tonight, sitting across from me. What's up? It's Drew Berger. What's up, Drew? Just us two. It is, dude. Feels empty in here. It's quiet. That it is. Cooper's not banging beer cans off the corner of the table. (laughs) Ivan's not trying to pick the table up with his gigantic-ass legs. Colton's not face-fucking a microphone. We're doing okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nice and peaceful in here. Drinking some whiskey pops. Updated it a little bit since the last time you've been in here. Yeah, it looks good. You added a mini fridge. Don't have to get up to get a beer. Don't have to leave the room. Got a pisser right there. You want to move in? Podcast 24-7. Just exactly. Everyday Perfect. life at Drew Burger. <laughs> what have you been up to, dude? I've been working. Working on the house. Staying busy? Yeah. Any new house projects that I'm not aware um, of? Yeah, I'm working on redoing all the doors right now. So I've had all the doors off since... Basically, since I bought the house, we took all the doors off so we could rip the carpet out because I had the hardwood floors refinished. Yep. Um, so all the doors have been in the basement. I'm restaining, sanding them all down and restaining them. And that's kind of what I'm working on right now. It's a long process. I feel like staining. Did you have to buy any new doors? No. Okay, that's good. That's a cheaper project than others. Yeah. Yeah. Stain's not too bad. No. What color are you staining them? Um, what is? I don't remember the color of the stain, but it's a dark stain. Darker than those accent walls out there in the living room. Um, you don't even remember. What I don't that remember, is. man. But yeah, it's a it's fairly dark. The problem nice. is, I've got to strip, strip them. Yeah. Um, you got to sand them. Sand them. And. Well, I don't take. I don't really have to strip them, but it just makes sanding faster and easier. Stripping all the varnish off of them first, for sure. So doing that and then sanding them and then staining and long process. Varnishing them, yeah, it takes a while. Are you almost done with it? No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I'm. I wouldn't even say I'm halfway done. I'm a quarter of the way done with them, probably. I got a lot of doors. There's the closet doors. There's two doors. For the every closet, yeah, in the bedrooms, um, yeah, I, just, I got a lot of doors in that house for some reason. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of an open door policy. Yeah, it's nice. You got a shit with the door I got, open. Well, I got a bathroom door up. Oh, okay, got but some that's class. It. <laughs> well, I've got two doors back up that are finished, finished, and I've got two others that are just about done. And you painted already, right? You already, yeah, yeah. painted the walls and all the trim. You want to paint mine? I'm doing. No. I'll pay it. But that was actually not not too bad. Really? How many see how many coats you gotta do on a wall? I did one. Come out okay? Yeah. Not like well, no, like light. You know what I mean? Like those light spots you'll see. Mm-hmm. There was so like the first room I did, I had to go over some spots again just because there's some spots I missed. But right. as long as you make sure and get everything, and if you have a high quality paint, one I think is right. That's all oh, I yeah, did. For sure. No, so. we got the people that lived here before, man, just some of the shit they did. Like when they painted yeah. the walls, painted over the outlets. 
Oh, yeah. N- Same not, in my house. Not even just the outlet, the cover. Mm-hmm. Like, the outlet itself and then the cover just... Yeah. I'm like... Ridiculous. Dudes. Come on. Yeah, same in my house. And Really? Yeah. Well, and then we got holes everywhere in the wall. Like, I don't know what that hole's from. I can't figure that out for the life of me. But, like, everywhere else, they just have, like, picture frames or, like, shit on the wall. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> on the east wall where we did that shiplap, they had, like, a camera. Because apparently, like, one of their kids was, like, psycho. <laughs> like chase the other sibling around with like a knife type of deal. Yeah. Is what we heard. And like they put like three gigantic holes in the wall for one itty bitty camera. Like they must have <laughs> messed it up. I don't know. Nah, I don't like this spot. We need to move it. Oh my God. Like I'm just looking at it on like fuck. So Yeah, I had to fill in a lot of little holes from pictures yeah. and shit like that. But she Yeah. I told the lady that lived there before me had a must have had shit everywhere because there's mm-hmm. a lot of holes. I told Lexi once spring comes around, we'll probably we can start doing some painting. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to change the trim because they're just like the crown molding too, and like the living room, like that is a lot of work. Yeah. So I mean, I could make it work with what trim is there now. The doors have to. I gotta go. I gotta get all new doors. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I don't. Who thought those, that was? Those are kind of weird. Who thought that was a good idea? I don't know, but no. A lot of that's the thing about houses, though, dude. There's always something. Oh yeah. And it don't matter if you're there, just bought the house, or you've been there ten years. There's always freaking something. Yeah. And the the lady, it's an older house. Like it was built in the fifties. Really. And uh, she didn't do much to it, so it was just kind of old and outdated. So. Yeah. Not I, like I haven't even seen it. I've never seen it when it was original when you bought yeah. it. Until now, I haven't even been out there. Yeah, it, it's a lot different than when I bought it. It's coming together, but nice. It's a lot of work for sure. Shit, I don't want to be doing exactly. Yeah. Well, should we jump into it? Yeah. You didn't want to know what I was doing. That's fine. Nah, not really. Nah. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> Not a lot. The same thing. Pretty much, yeah. It doesn't change. <laughs> yeah. But no, nothing interesting. But uh kinda wanna talk about your your past deer season, how how it went. I mean I know how it went, but I kinda Uneventful. want eventful. I want I want the breakdown from yeah. beginning to end. Give me a little bit of that. Yeah. Um Well, we've talked a little bit about it, but I wasn't uh, as prepared for deer season as I would have liked to be, um, as you know. How do you mean? I know. Well, I don't with, know if they know. With, like, my bow set up, my arrows. Like, I was I was making arrows. Yeah. Um, Pretty much during deer season. After deer season already started, I was still trying to make arrows and get, get sighted in and get my bow tuned and everything. Um. Had a couple problems that we, we actually just talked about this before the podcast, but I can yeah. talk about it. Um, I was in the process of making arrows. So I was tuning my bow for the arrows I was building and I could not get my bow to paper tune. Um, and I don't remember. I think I had it bear shaft tuned. So I threw some fletchings on. 
and I could not get it to shoot a bullet hole. And I had messed with my rest, the prong on my rest where your arrow sits. I had tried to heat shrink. Drop away, right? Yeah, it's Q- a drop away. So QAD still? Yeah. Yeah. So it's got the, the plastic prong on there mm-hmm. your arrow sits in. I took that off and tried to put some heat shrink tubing on it. Right. Just because I've heard of people doing that. It doesn't wear out as preserves it easily as the felt makes it last it's still quiet um so i tried that didn't really work out how i wanted it so i i had a extra prong deal that i they come in a pack of two right i think when you buy a new rest it comes in two um but they're different is the problem one of them um they're not the same and one of them the one I put on it, it sat higher. My the arrow sat higher on it, and I could not move my rest. So well you're enough. saying you're saying the split was just it was taller, I guess. Yeah, just sat higher. I yeah. got you. And so I couldn't move my rest low enough to get it to paper tune. Can you tell that from like you said, you're trying to shoot through paper? Yeah. What's the is the tear like? What's it doing? Is it a you know what I mean? Because you know, like when you get like a slight tear, mm-hmm. is it re- was it really like it messing was, up the? It pe- was like I was getting a pretty bad tear. Really? Um. So it was, it was a low tear. Mm-hmm. So my fletchings were coming in lower than where my point was hitting mm-hmm. because my point was too high. Yeah, and I didn't. So there's two ways to fix it. You can move your rest or you can move your knocking point. And I didn't want to move my knocking point any higher. Yeah, where your D-loop sits. Because I want that right in the middle of my string. For sure. Um, And so I didn't want to move that. Couldn't move my rest anymore. And I thought, well, maybe my cams are just out of time a little bit. And so I took it into a, a place there in town. Had him check. My cams were out of time a little bit, mm-hmm. so he he got that perfect, and it was we shot it through paper, still not shooting a bullet hole, mm-hmm. and so shot it a couple times, and then finally he realized, um, because I had told him I had put a new prong on there. Does okay, so you know like how when you buy it new, it has like the felt we were talking, yeah. Is there? A, did you put another piece of felt on it, or was it just the plastic? I had so on the second one you I did, put on did, there. Did I you? didn't have any felt. Didn't want to go buy any, so I just electrical taped it. Okay, which is still made a little bit of a sound, but it was better than just the straight plastic. Well, and the, I just hadn't bought any new felt. Even these ones, like I, I think I honestly should probably replace mine. Like, yeah, if you get a day where it rains just a bit, yeah, it gets it and. And I feel sits, like it's always it after it rain. That well, and they've kind of changed the style of the felt too. But that old stuff, where it would sit pretty tall, mm-hmm. and when it rains, you know, it'll sit flat. Yep. Which it could make a difference in how your it could your bow shooting. I don't know if you want to get that anal about things, but I, I mean, might. In in all honesty, it can be and it can come down to a game of centimeters. Yeah. I just threw electrical tape on it just kind of as a quick fix there. Yeah. Um, And so I had told him that 
And finally, he realized the prong I put on there, it's different than the original one that I had on there. Um, How long did it take for him to realize that? Like, that's not an easy um, thing to catch. Like, you told him about it, but it's probably 10 minutes. We were trying to figure out what the deal was. After he had it after he went timed yeah um had the camps timed did you tell him when you first went in there or did you like were you were, were you guys fiddling with it and then finally like well i did put a new no as he was uh kind of getting the the cams all good to go mm-hmm. um i was telling him about it i got you and it just didn't click um that it was different i don't on uh, the original one honestly i don't know I didn't know that till you said something and like it kind of came to my like I came to inclusion in my own head when you're telling me I'm like well they're probably yeah. different sizes like I yeah. bet like right off the bat when you buy that no one's thinking there it's a different size yeah I didn't I was just like I went back to my parents and because I I had all the old boxes for everything I've bought for my bow and stuff mm-hmm. and I was just hoping that I would have an extra one in there right. which I did and so I just didn't think about it, threw it on there, and uh, it ended up, yeah, being different. So I couldn't get it to paper tune. Sure so enough. we, he had an, another one, he got from a new box or something, right? And threw it on there, threw some felt on there, and shot it through paper, and it was perfect. So, good to go now. So good to go, except this. Well, this is during deer season. Like I wanted to hunt that weekend. This was like. This might have been Saturday. Maybe mm-hmm. I was hunting the next weekend, and I still had arrows to make. So I finished up. What time of year is this? Um, it's still early. This well, this is October. Okay. I don't remember when exactly. It's That's probably. Fine. I was just. It's cu- probably I was, beginning of I'll, October. Yeah, I was just curious what time of the what yeah. part of the season we're in. Yeah. No, it's definitely still October. Um, and so I finish <laughs> making some arrows. I only made. I think I only made six. Um, so I get those all done. I go out and I get my, my side tape all good to go. Um, and then I'm finally able to start hunting. Yeah. Which typically I would want to have this done during the summer. Yes. Not, not ideal time. Yeah. Not, not ideal, but I was still able to have everything squared away by November, which is, is really all I cared about at the time. The good part. The fun part. I wouldn't say good part. I'd say yeah. the fun, depending on which way you look at it. You know what yeah. I mean? Tar- targeting specific buck, uh, probably not the best of times. Yeah. And I, I mean, was, I'm hunting all public land out there this year because I don't have any private spots. Right. Since I moved, you know, four hours from where I grew up. Um, I moved there in May. And so I, well, I was just so busy. I didn't have time to find, you know, no, for sure. nice private to hunt. Um, I don't, I don't blame you. So I was like, you know, I'll try something that I haven't really done a whole lot and try and shoot a deer on public ground, which, okay. So I know we've talked about it before when you, you moved out there, it was all public hanging hunt, right? Yeah. Okay. Came back here whenever you were in town, you know, did some hunting yeah. back here. Yeah. A little bit, not a whole lot, but right. I did come back a couple of times whenever you did make it back. You were trying to get in the stand. Yeah. But at a certain point, you kind of cha- changed up your style of hunting. 
Yeah. And it didn't take long to change it up. Um, what, what, before you, you tell them what made you want to change it up? Were you getting tired of hanging and hanging stands and pulling them down or what? Yeah, kind of really. Um, especially because since I had never done like hanging hunt mm-hmm. style hunting, you know, real green at it, I didn't, and I didn't want to spend the money on like buying a saddle and trying out saddle hunting. Dude, they're expensive. Yeah. And also too, like you said, you were like green at it. I wouldn't say you're green at it. It's just around here. We don't hang a stand. And then if it doesn't work out, we just pull it down. We find like, I feel like we find like the best three, four locations, whatever the case might be on whatever size of property. You just hang another stand. Yeah. That way you got more. Yeah, on you private, more, how we yeah, grew up hunting. Exactly. You got options, you know, different yeah. winds, this and that. But out there, it's like, you're not green. You just, you're not used to just, you know what I mean? Hang, pulling a stand down, hanging it up, middle of the dark too, you know, either yeah. super early morning or even after the hunt when you can't see real well. I mean, you got a headlamp, sure. Yeah. But we're not, we're not constantly pulling stands down 24-7. We never have. Yeah. And I did, there was, and I was only doing that at one spot. Um, I moved it a couple times Mm -hmm. and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pick where I want it and leave it there for a couple weeks, which I did. No one took that shit? No. Nobody else was hunting at that spot. Oh, okay. Which is surprising because. I'm not, I don't want to I'll tell you, it was right off of a highway, like a. A two-lane highway I know that where, is well-traveled. Right. I know where you were. You know where you were. But I don't want to give away your little secret spots out there because it's kind of cool how that all shook down. Yeah. Um, and so, actually, a guy at work showed me this spot because he had turkey hunted it before. Um, he'd never deer hunted it, but he knew a guy that works for the state as a biologist right? who actually lives pretty much right next to the public ground right there. Mm-hmm. And he told him, he's like, yeah, there's a couple, not monster bucks or anything, but there's a couple, you know, 140s, 150 maybe in there running around. Um, it's a pretty good sized here. Yeah. He said there's usually one or two people hunting it. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'll try it. And uh, there didn't end up being anybody out there whenever I went out there ever. Perfect. So... No, I'll tell you one story about um, that place where the the first morning I hunted it, where I carried a stand in and hung it. I went out there on a Friday after work okay. just to... What time? F- five o'clock. October still? Yeah. Okay. Like went out there right after work just to kind of look around because I'd never walked through it or yeah. been in there. Get an idea. Yeah. And I was like, well... I don't really want to go walking through there at five o'clock during deer season. And so I just drove up to the parking area, walked around just a little bit and looked at the map and was figured out a spot where I think I wanted to go in and see the next morning, hang a stand and run. Well, get out there early the next morning. I try and walk into where I wanted to go carrying a stand and what was it? Three sets of steps mm-hmm. and uh, my bow and everything. 
had a lot of shit and it was super thick trying to get back into where I wanted was not working. I was making a fucking racket. Couldn't get in there. Had too much shit. And there's a dry, well, it's usually not dry, but there's a creek running through the middle of that piece. Correct. Usually not dry, but it had no water in it. So I look at the map some more. I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk farther back in there. I'm just going to drop down into this creek and walk farther back in there. And there was a kind of a pinch point in between where the public ended at the fence row. Got it. And where the creek bends around and kind of just creates a natural funnel. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know what? <clears throat> There's some trees back there along the creek. I'm going to go back there at that pinch point and hang a stand right next to the creek. So that's what I did. I I walked all the way back there in the creek and uh, got up in there, found a tree that, I, that would work. And uh, by this time, since I had already tried to walk in there somewhere else and was fucking around, it was getting kind of light out. So I'm hanging the stand. It's kind of a fucking pain in the ass. It was kind of a heavy stand. <clears throat> and uh, it just took me longer than expected right. to get all... Oh, set up and everything. Definitely. What what time is this again? I th- I might have missed it. Evening. I don't need, morning. No, this is a morning. Huh? Okay. Okay. So the sun's it's starting to starting to get light out, and I'm still getting everything situated um, as shooting light happens, and as I've got all the steps up, and I'm hanging the stand. Yeah. Um. Get the stand hung. And I'm coming down to get all my shit, and there's deer start coming out, walking in front out. of me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, at first, it was it was a a, do- a couple does, and then a little buck chasing. So is it so is this, it legal shooting still? Yeah, or it's legal it, shooting it's, right now. Okay, you got the green light. Yeah, and it's and I'm I'm on the ground. <laughs> Not even up in the stand. Don't have any of my stuff up in the stand. Is this because it was just that big of a pain in the ass to hang it? Um, was the yeah. stand? Yeah. What? Well, okay. I guess so it was I might just, be missing it was just all the everything leading up to that to where it took me, you know, however long to go into one spot. How many couldn't th- get in there? How many times prior to this have you hung the stand and pulled it down out there on the public? Oh, zero. This was the first. Yeah. And you're just, it's pissing you off. Brand new stand, brand new steps. Um, and it's, it's dark out. I think I had, I had my headlamp, but I only had like the green light turned on. I didn't want to make yeah, you didn't too wanna, much light. You didn't want to light up the woods. Trying to be quiet. And it was just, it just took longer than expected. And so I'm not ready yet. And there's deer working out in front of me. And tell, hear me out on this. Walking in to on a like a piece on private like we do even then you try your best not to make noise whether it's the leaves or if you snap a twig or something i feel like that is so loud because it it is like dead quiet yeah when it's real calm and yeah you know what i mean let alone three sticks trying to stand yeah yeah okay here's my question too Back here, yeah, I use like heavy duty ratchet straps. Yeah, and that's is what that, I had. It, okay, for the stand on. So we bought. 
I've said this before. We bought a nice, uh, it was the, God, I don't even know who makes them. Uh, Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. Yeah. And super nice stand. Love it. It's it's meant for what you're talking about, like hanging on, yeah. pull it down, put it on your pack and go. Right now we're currently using it as just like it's in a tree. That's where it's at right now yeah. on a place that has a couple stands. But when I bought it, it didn't come with like a, a kit to hang it. You know yeah. what I mean? I just used ratchets that I, you know, have or yeah. bought. Do they sell something that come with those stands or, you know, those guys like, like what you're doing, the hanging hunt, the guys who do it a lot are that, what are they using? Do you know that, that I couldn't tell you. Um, cause I know this, the straps that usually come with a tree stand are horrible. I, I hate them horrible where you've got to feed it through the little latch deal. You can't horrible. get them tight. It's bad. Yeah. I don't like them. I, so wouldn't, I wouldn't trust myself to getting it with the store bought ratchets or straps whatever you want to call them they're just it well they're the tension ones that, straps right the ones that come with it don't have a ratchet it's no. just you feed through the buckle yes and the buckle no and you just get a hand tight whatever no, thanks can't get it tight and then when you want to not even hand it tight down, it's body tight like when i i've used them before and i've tried it like even on uh like uh climbing sticks yeah i will like put every bit of muscle and like my body weight too i'm like yanking as and you hard can't as get I them can. tight dude they it's still they, you sit down in it and it moves they still do but and then when you go to take them off it's always a pain in the ass I like so i just use ratchet straps Me inch too. and a half straps whatever so that's what i had do you try your best with the ratchet open to get it as tight as you can then you slow um, and what do you do slowly click 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 or do you just real quick like i don't know i just said fuck it fuck it but we're pissed at this point finally yeah a little bit pissed off and I'm on the ground and there's a doe and a little buck chasing cause it's beginning in November. Are you in the Creek bottoms? Are you still in the, no, I'm, I'm up out of the Creek. Okay. That, and that Creek's probably got a 10 or 10 foot bank on it. Really? Mm-hmm. And I'm up, you know, above the Creek, whatever. Um, just in this kind of, it, well, it's a pinch point. Right. And there's sporadic trees, but it's open enough. It's got shooting lanes. For sure. And this is beginning in November now. Um, and so this, It is November? I think so. It's it's like beginning in November. Because Late this October, little early buck, November. Somewhere. This little buck was chasing. Okay. And so they're, I'm on the ground and they're standing. Did they come on the other side of that uh, uh, bank? Or are they on the same side as you? No, they're on the same side. Because down to my right, so which would be the south, it gets real thick back in there. I think they they were bedding back in there. But public. But still public. Okay. And they that's where they came from. And they came right out in front of what, me. What direction is the private? If they Straight, straight in front of me, which would be the east. East. Okay. There was probably 40 or 50 yards. Between you and private? Of ground in front of me. Before the private hit. Okay. And then it, the public goes to my left and wraps okay. around. I'm trying to paint it in my head. Yeah. It's kind of like a, oh. There's pens. You can draw it. No, that's all right. Um, <laughs> Damn. No one likes my pen cup and it pisses me off. But it, it's just kind of uh, right where I'm at is the narrowest part. Mm-hmm. Because to my right, the south, it keeps going. 
um, in public to the south and then back to the east as well. Right. And then it goes up to the north and then back to the west. It opens up as well. Yeah. So I'm just in a little pinch point there. And I find finally those deer move off enough to where I can climb up into the stand to get my bow up there. And then... So was the stand up? Stand was up. You just stayed down? I was on the ground getting my backpack and my bow. That's when it all happened? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm standing... I was confused for a minute. And I'm standing on the ground behind the tree I'm trying to get in, and they're out in front of me 20 yards. Never knew I was there. I had the wind in my favor. Had the, had the good wind? Had a perfect wind. Um, wind in my face. And finally, they move off to where I can get in the stand. And then saw a lot of deer that morning. A handful of small bucks. And then I wasn't in the stand really long, an hour maybe. Mm-hmm. And a buck came from behind me. Behind me to the north, so my left. So what's the wind at this point? It's still in my face. Still doing okay. But he was he was to my north a little ways to where he didn't didn't catch my wind. Got it. Um came I don't know exactly where he came from. I saw him come up from the creek to my left, probably thirty yards. Mm-hmm. And he's uh he was a decent deer, probably he might have been one forty. Yeah. Except his whole right side had every single tine break off. <laughs> Just a main beam? Do you even have that still? He had a main beam. He had a main beam and a G2. Everything else was broke off. He and got, and got then his pass. left side, he had, I want to say everything. Brow tine, G2. Mm-hmm. And what did you say was a mainframe what? I want to say he was a mainframe 10. Okay. But his whole right side was broke off besides his G2. Dude, I had a, I had a, not to cut you off or nothing, but I, I had a deer too. And I think it was a deer. I think I've said this before too, but don't matter. Bryce was hunting him this year. I gave him a pass last year when I ate my tag. Same thing, but he was on both sides. He has stupid yeah. tall twos. Stupid. Everything else was just main beam. And yeah. I, th- I think he held everything this year. And this is solely just going off of looking at the deer, like his body, his character, his, himself, not even mm-hmm. his rack, but then trying to compare like his twos from last year to this. I'm like, he looks similar, yeah. like still not a hundred percent on it, but no, I, when they do that, it's like you motherfucker. Yeah. And I don't know if he got hit by a car or what happened because he was he had a really bad limp. Oh, he was messed up. He was he was hurting for yeah. sure. His I want to say it was his back right side. He was limping hard, and he almost got shot. He he and he angled across in front of me at probably twenty five yards, and I stood up, had my bow in my hand, and just could not make the decision. And then if I hesitate like that, I just decide I'm not shooting. See, it's, it's, it's weird. You had like so many different things like button heads. You're like, he's completely busted on one side. He's hurting 
it's early in the season. Yeah, it was that was the biggest that's thing. The, that's what I mean. Is like, it was still early. If if it would have been shit, honestly, if I still had a tag and I was hunting him and it honestly, if it was probably even the last week of November, I probably would have shot him. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, December, no doubt. But you're still in that time where it's like late October, early November, whatever it is, like you still have a good two to two and a half weeks of good hunting. Good hunting, yeah. But you're like, do you burn the tag? Do you kill him? He's messed up. And he probably needed to be killed, but That's I wanted the, to see what else was in there. The quote unquote ethical thing, yes. But it's once again, it's your it's your tag. You can do what you want with it. Like you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. just so many things like this or that, but this, but that. And I've always I've never been like the biggest person on age or score or anything. Right. If it's a deer that I want to shoot, I'm gonna shoot it. If it gets me excited, more, I'm gonna shoot him. More power to you. And so I've I've already decided this in my head years before this or whatever. If I hesitate that much, then I'm not even going to shoot. Have you ever came to full draw on a buck and let down? No. I have. Because if I draw back, I'm shooting. See, I did it. It was that same year I ate the tag. Not this past season, season before. Yeah. And, oh, dude, he was dead to rights. And he was a nice deer, but also piece of private. So I have, like... The opportunity to like see him again next year, and I did, and I'm, yeah. I'm I'm glad I didn't shoot him, and I didn't even hunt him this year. I kind of let that place simmer this year, just trying to. Make, I let Bryce hunt it a yeah. handful of times, but I never went in there this year, and I like saw him this year. I'm like, damn, I'm I'm glad I passed you. Yeah, but you also eat a tag, yeah. so it's like you know what I mean. It's like well, it's good, it's bad, but I don't have that much self control to where if I draw back. I'm I'm shooting. I cannot Dude, let down. He he was 15, maybe 20 yards in front of me, working to, um, I guess yeah, the north. And I'm like, oh. yeah, no chance. I oh, I got I didn't even draw two. Happy so trigger. He, I'm, I'm he, not. He I'm went not behind, letting down. He gave. He went behind the feeder, and they don't normally do that on this piece. They usually just work all out front of it. But he went behind it. I'm like, oh, I'm doing it. Drew on him. I'm on him. And he's getting close to the property line. And he's still like, the fence is like run down. It's like fall completely. They walk over. It's an old barbed wire fence. I don't even know. Anywho. And he's like four or five feet from the fence. And I'm like, full draw. And I'm like looking at him and I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Let down. And it was even at that point, it was, November, I want to say eighth or ninth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't regret it, but I ate a tag. And that shit happens. Oh yeah. But keep For going. Sure. Sorry. That was going off. Yeah, that I mean after that I saw How far was he when you could when, okay, you're contemplating this in your head. What what's he, was, he at? He was probably twenty five yards. Okay. And it's not, he didn't stick around long, but he gave me enough time I could have I could have put an arrow in him. Um, but like I said, I hesi- hesitated, hesitated, didn't know for sure. So when I do that, I just say, okay, I'm yeah. I'm not shooting just because I, I don't want to hesitate like that and then be disappointed. Well, and yeah, I'm just not going to do it. Even, even like this year, 
I wouldn't say I hesitated because when I saw him, like I, I had my bow in hand, I was going, but I had another deer I was hunting, but haven't seen him. Yeah. And still haven't seen him. And it was a big deer. He was a nice deer, really. And so was this one, but the other one was, don't get me wrong, bigger, but I haven't yeah. seen him. I was going on like, I think three weeks of not seeing him. And I'm like, it's weird because if he got shot, I think I would have heard about it. Didn't hear about it, but it was also right around the time when the rut was kicking in. Yeah. So this guy didn't it, know where. Yeah, he was. exactly. It's November 11th when I shot him and I'm like, dude, he's a nice deer. He's cool. He's got some cool characteristics, oh, you know, yeah. split to split brows. He's got a trident coming out on the end of a main beam. It's like, it is a nice deer. Dude, he, yeah, he got shot. But yeah. I just, I, I bet it'll happen. One of these days you're going to draw back and you're going to be like, you're going to hesitate. I might, but I don't know. It's pretty hard for me to draw back and not shoot. <laughs> like it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, so I saw a couple, a couple other small bucks running around out there. He uh, walked off. Mm-hmm. What else? And what happened after? Just handful of does, handful of small bucks running around, chasing a little bit. Um, and that was about it. And then took the stand down. Did um, pull it. Yeah, because I wasn't, at the time, I wasn't for sure if I wanted to leave a stand out there. I thought uh, maybe I'll just, I'll just carry it in and hang it every time I hunt. Um, and then, so I took it down. I was like, well, I'm going to go check out this other spot mm -hmm. well same same piece just different area yeah i wanted to go check out it's like oh, i kind of like this area um found a tree hung it um and left it in that tree hunted it a couple times like two evenings i think mm -hmm. and uh hunted it like two evenings and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check out this other different place. Yeah. Uh, same guy at work that told me about this piece. Um, told me about this other place. Right. Um, so I went and checked that out. And if I, if I say what it is or where it's at, you don't people will know. Don't, don't say that. Like for sure. I guess, I guess at the end of it, I just want to know how many times were you, how many different sets were a hanging hunt before you completely ditched the stand and just went to the ground game. It was like, I don't even know. Maybe it was just that weekend I hunted out there. It might have been two weekends. Mm -hmm. I think it well, was more. No, I, think, I think it was more than one. It I, was two weekends. Yeah. Because I remember you hanging it in the morning and I was hunting too. And I was like yeah. trying to stay in touch with you. But I didn't get a text till I, like, I think, I think it was like 30 minutes into sh yeah. <laughs> Legal shooting. I'm like, oh, he's alive. Good yeah. to know. And then I think you ran it a little bit more. And then that, the whole week after that, I, I left it out there. And the next weekend I hunted it. But then after that is whenever I moved, mm -hmm. moved spots and started hunting from the ground. Um, just spotting deer from the pickup. Um, I would, you know, park, hop up on the toolbox with my spotter um, and binos and spot deer. And there was a lot of deer out there. Um, saw some nice bucks too. Yeah, um, I don't doubt it. Knowing where it's at, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it was a big area, open area, but it had enough 
terrain features and tall grass was that it, you could put stocks on. Was it mostly just tall grass or was it would was there some yeah. timber? No no timber. Nothing. Well, very sporadic trees. Okay. Um, but mostly just tall vegetation. Got any uh got any good stories on that? Yeah. But uh first let's take a break. I gotta take a piss. We're back. We're back, bitches. With another guest. Bama. My man. Can you Oh hey buddy. Can you hop on a mic, bud? Say what's up. Speak. You don't do he dude, I can't get him to bark. That's good. He barks at strangers. I guess That's I have him bark bark. But like he doesn't he's a quiet guy. He's a good boy. You wanna buy him? Yeah, I'll give you fifty bucks for him. <laughs> Sold. Deal. He's getting old, dude. No, he's not. How old do you think he is? Five. He's five. He's in his prime. Look at the gray. Look at the white coming in around his he eyes. He's getting a little I little know. Gray. It's sad. Under his chin. I know. God. And, <laughs> dude, people give me shit all the time. They're like, dude, he's so skinny. I'm like, listen here, fuckers. You don't know what kind of food he's eating. You don't know how much protein's in it. You don't know what he's getting. He's not. He's just not built like a giant lab. Yeah, I mean, he has good uh, like muscle features too. Like he's got a really good build to him. Yeah. He's just not fat. Yeah. And people are like you need to feed him more. I'm like, well, sorry, I don't want my labs back hips going out at the age yeah. of seven. People are used to fat house labs. Oh man, Lexi's got a friend. And I doubt she'll ever listen to this or I don't know. Probably not. I'm going to say it anyway. That dog needs about 35 pounds ran off of it. It's like two Bamas. A lot of dogs are overweight. And like, don't get me wrong. Would he be happy just eating as much? Probably. I mean, he's a dog. (laughs) That's what they do. But at least he's going to, if he makes it that long, he's going to be, he'll be perfectly fine at 10. Yeah. He, his hips will start going out just because of old age, not because of weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. We're, All we're right. back. We're back. What were we even talking about? Uh, Ground game. Spotting yep. deer with the spotter from the toolbox. Yeah. Don't get A little much. bit with the lazy man way, driving around in the pickup. I love it. I'll take it. And it's funny. Every time you told me you were doing that. I pictured your old truck, your ragged out F-150 for <laughs> the red one. I'm like, but I'm like, I always forget you're driving this new one now. It blends in a little better. This one brown. does? Oh, for sure. It's quieter. You could lose this thing in a cornfield, no problem. <laughs> yeah. So I changed spots and uh, the first time I went out there like ready to hunt, you know, I had my bow with me. I could hunt. Yeah. Um, driving around and uh so i'm parked off the side of the road there was actually a big excavator sitting there off the road and so i was parked like kind of behind it really yeah uh just trying to blend in a little bit even more and uh so i'm parked there and just looking and i see a buck uh shit my bad saw a pretty nice buck just headed right towards me yeah he was probably 100 yards off the road mm-hmm. and 
So I grab my bow, get all my shit on as fast as I can, and I jump down, and there's a low spot right off the road. Jump down into this kind of little ravine and uh, just start heading towards, because he's coming right towards the road, and I figure he's going to come right at the road and cross the road and keep going. Yeah. That's just the way he was going. So I'm trying to cut him off before he gets to the road because I can hunt on the side of the road he's on and I can't hunt on the other side. So I'm trying to cut him off before he gets to the road. Jump down there and there's there's a thick tall grass to my right but kind of a little it's an open area running all along the side of the road. Right. That's clear to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm on the edge trying to head towards where I think he's going to come out at. And he, I was just a little bit too late and he drops down into the clearing before I can get far enough down there. And he was probably 60 yards from me. How far was he when you initially found the buck? He might've been a hundred yards off the road. Okay. Wind in your favor? I think so. I don't remember for sure, but I think so. Because he never winded me. So you got, what, 60 yards from him till... But, yeah, he's... I'm trying to head towards him mm-hmm. as he's... Like, I'm I'm going perpendicular to him, trying to cut him off. And I just don't make it as far down as I needed to before he popped out. Yeah. And was... Like, he was still... In shooting range, like I can shoot that far. I was comfortable shooting sixty up to sixty for sure. Um, he just never really gave me a clear shot. Are you taking that shot? In that situation, no. On a whitetail in general, are you taking that shot at sixty? Yeah, depending on the situation. If they've got no idea I'm there, I've got no problem shooting that far. There's there's a range in there to where you can be far enough away to where they don't really hear it exactly. And so I think. You know that you're fine as at, long as they're they're not distance. you know kind of sketched out. If they know something's up, maybe they're you know on high alert, whatever. Right. right. And which this deer, it kind of was because he he popped out. At how far knew, is this? I think I ranged him at like sixty two. Okay. And he, you know, he stopped for just a a little bit, but I was so I was crouched down. Didn't really have a whole lot of cover. There's cover behind me, but nothing in front of me. Um, so I was blending in a little bit, but he knew something was there. He didn't didn't really know what I was. Yeah. He was just looking my way, knew something was up. So I I wasn't gonna take that shot. For sure. Um and so then eventually he just he moved off and went across the road. Um and he wasn't anything giant. He was maybe another 140 inch. It's a nice deer. Deer. Especially on public in a new area. Yeah. First that, that, time going out there. It'd be a hard path. It'd be really yeah. tough to pass like, on. I would have shot him if I could have been closer and been where I wanted to. Right. Um, so he moved off and, and it was getting pretty late in the evening. Mm-hmm. Like it was still shooting light and everything. Still plenty of light. Um, and so, you know, he moved off and I, I went back to the pickup and, uh, that was the end of that evening. And so, yeah, then after that, it was just, I'd go out there in the mornings and uh, 
drive around, you know, park, look for deer. And uh, the next time I had any opportunities was, it was another morning. It might have been the next weekend. I don't know. I think it was the you're, next weekend. You're not too good on your dates and no. your time gaps. Look, it's been two months since then. So it's it's definitely way off. But uh it was it was either the next day, next weekend, I don't remember. Yeah. But I went out there another morning and so I actually had to I had to go up to my girlfriend's parents' house and help them load up a couch that morning at like I want to say eight o'clock. Eight or eight thirty is when I had to be up there to help them load it. Right. And so I went out there, was looking for deer. I found two really nice bucks on some private that is right next to the public, butts up to the public. I find two really nice bucks out there. How far? They're out feeding. It, they're a couple hundred yards okay. out there off the road in a field feeding. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I'll. It was getting time to where I needed to head to go help him load that couch. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll go go do that. Came back, and it's 9 o'clock. Um, I know that for sure, that I got back PM. out there. at No, spot, this is in spot, the morning. Spotlight. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Just making sure that everyone knows. Yeah. What they are. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Silencer, everything. Dude, you golden. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. So get back out there at 9. And uh, I go back out to where I saw those bucks. And uh, right after, there's a road coming in from the north. So I'm heading south. And that field I saw them in was off to the east. So I keep going, driving down the road, and right as you get into the public, there's a a dead end road that you can turn down and go back to the east. Mm -hmm. Kind of toward, it it drives along the fence line of where that private and public meet. Meet. And so I'm, I'm driving real slow down that road to the dead end, and I see one of those bucks I saw, he's bedded down 15, 20 yards across the fence on the private that close that close bedded under did you stop or did you just like keep slow rolling i like, kept slow rolling because uh-huh. he he's he's well he's so he's 20 yards across the fence and i'm probably another 20 yards from the fence what's so i'm 40 what, yards from him what's the caliber a deer he's probably he's probably 150s damn and I see him like he's not bedded in real thick cover. Mm-hmm. I can see from his neck up, um, bedded next to a tree. So, so you're just looking at neck, head, and tines. Yeah. And so I see him before you know I pass him. I see him. He he knows I'm there. Obviously, he knows a truck's driving by. He lets me drive all the way past him, and I keep an eye on him. As soon as I get past him a little ways, he stands up. Dude, so smart. And so I go down and I park at the dead end mm-hmm. and I hop out, get my binos and I just watch him. And he moves away from me a little ways. Still on private? Still on private. 
and then he jumps the fence, comes onto the public. Ooh. Crosses the road I was just on. And right Did you on the see, other, dude, were you watching him cross the road? Mm-hmm. What I was, was watching uh, him? What uh, what was his manner like? What was he? He he was nice and relaxed. Really, and wasn't Did, didn't, spooked. Didn't think much of it. Didn't think much of it because I mean, they see pickups out there oh, all the no, time. It definitely that that's what I was like the whole like when I asked like you know, a guy who's probably maybe not as. I don't know. Experienced with it, he would have stopped and just started gawking. This deer would have mm-hmm. probably buggered up and yeah. If I would have stopped, he would have he would have probably headed, got up and exactly headed for the, headed for the private North Forty. Gone. Yeah, but but I that's kept, cool. I kept going. Didn't want to stop, but I kept an eye on him. You know, parked, watching him through the binos. Gets up, comes onto the public. I watch him cross the road, and on the other side of the road, it gets. There's a fairly decent sized patch of tall grass. Um, thick, not thick. Thick, like it was. Later, I found out it it was sporadic. Is it nasty thick? Is it like thorny, or is it more? No. Okay. I, and I couldn't even tell you what type of grass it is. Some places, CRP it's, looking stuff. Yeah, it's like a CRP type. Okay. Some places it's above my head. Some places it's at my ankles. Really? Waist high, chest high. Just kind of so sporadic heights, um, thick. And so... How big a patch is it above your head? That's that's some tall shit. That's yeah. six foot up, at yeah. least. And it's not like a real big area. It's 30 yards by 30 yards, maybe, is how big this patch was that he was in okay so i i watched him go into the that tall grass but i never saw him come out of it so i i wait just a couple minutes i didn't wait long and i hopped back in my pickup and uh i drive back down the road past him again past him again going slow kind of looking for him i thought maybe he'd be farther off the road than what he was yeah but i drive by and I see him again. He's in that tall grass, standing there, just watched me drive by. Didn't bust out of there or anything. And I knew he didn't bust out of there because I I watched him the whole time. I drove past him. Mm-hmm. Never busted out of there. So I turn and go back up the road to the north that I came in on a little ways and park, pull off the side of the road and park, grab all my gear and my bow. And uh, what's the wind doing at this point? At it's coming from the south, so it's perfect. Yeah, it's what you want because I'm coming in from the north. Yes. So I grab my bow and I, you know, I'm kind of jogging down the road and get down in there, and uh, I'm hoping he's. I was hoping he was kind of on the backside of all that tall grass, maybe still standing, having the tall grass between you and him. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is I get in there and I'm, I got an arrow knocked and I'm just working through all that tall grass as slow as I can, as, as slow as I possibly could. And after a while, I start getting impatient and I'm not sneaking through there as slow as I probably should have been. And what time is this right now, roughly? It's still nine something. Nine, nine, okay. Nine thirty, maybe. Okay. And uh, 
So I'm working through there and I get to a spot that I've got tall grass behind me, but everything in front of me is short. So I'm kind of exposed what, what in you front do, of me. What do you do at that point? And, and then it's kind of a little pocket. And then out in front of me a little ways is where it starts to get thick again. And so I'm trying to get around to where I've got a little more cover. Mm-hmm. And this deer is 10 yards in front of me. Holy cow. Um, and I, I don't know. I, he must've been bedded down in all that tall grass. And whenever I got, you know, I got 10 yards from him, he stood up. No shot. No shot. I couldn't see anything but antlers and, you know, a little bit of his head. No body at all. Couldn't see his body. And he, he's only 10 or 12 yards from me, but I couldn't, couldn't hardly see anything. What broadhead were you shooting? The, uh, uh, what are they? Schwacker. Yeah. You think well, a fixed broadhead would have made it through that shit? Or is oh, it- yeah. I think even a mechanical would have been fine shooting through it a little bit. The it, problem is I just couldn't I couldn't see anything. Yeah, it's like... Like he was far... Like that thought would have crossed my head. I guess if was I was there... He was far enough back into the thick, tall grass that you really couldn't make out where his vitals would have been. At all. Yeah. Okay. And he didn't stick around long. Like enough for you to actually, if you were to do that, get a yeah. decent look at couple seconds and gone. He busted out of there. He didn't. Now he didn't spook real bad. You think he saw you? Um, you think he just heard you? I think he heard me first, and then might have saw me, um, but didn't didn't totally know for sure what I was. Well, yeah. He but he busted out of there, and so I, you know, I sneak around, keep going through there. Hang on, were you expecting him? To be that close? No. Okay. I was hoping he'd be... I was thinking he'd be farther in there um, on the backside, kind of out, more out in the open on the backside. So from the main road where you drove past him, you know, and Mm -hmm. went down to park in the dead end, from where he was, how much of that tall grass was from you and the road? And then from the new spot where you were stalking in on him, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, if he, he's was, in, he was probably 25 yards off the road. In that tall stuff. In the tall grass. And then on the backside of it, how much tall grass How much tall grass between you and the deer? 10 yards? Is that what you're... Yeah, he was probably 10 yards okay. from me. 15, 10 or 15 yards from me. Well, no, he was closer than 15 yards. He was probably 10 yards from me. Okay. But I was thinking he'd be... By then, I was hoping he'd maybe have worked past all that tall grass mm-hmm. and kind of be out in the open a little more. And I'd, I I, was hoping I'd on be able the to back see side. him. On the backside. Yeah. Where you're at. Okay. I was hoping I'd be able to see him before he saw me, well, I mean, which ma- obviously didn't work out that way. Right. But it also makes sense. You know what I mean? Like he's putting more of that tall grass from you in the road where he initially saw you. Yeah. I wouldn't. I just wasn't expecting him to go in there and bed down immediately right which i think is pretty much what he did uh oh i did i guarantee it because you drove past him first mm-hmm. on the private hops over gets enough off the road where he thinks he's safe and that tall stuff yeah that's down, down right that's i mean that's probably all he needed to do it's probably what he yeah. does all the time 
Yeah. Because you cannot, you'd have no idea they're in there if you just mm-hmm. drove by. No. And the, so I, I work around to the, the end of that, all the tall stuff. And he had just headed directly away from me. Wasn't running at this point, just walking directly away from me and just kept going. Mm-hmm. And the kicker is, I see him, you know, he's far enough away where I can't do anything about it. I'm like, well, shit, I'll go back to the pickup. So I was he still on public. After? He was still on public. Yeah. How far do you think he went? Oh, by then he was a hundred yards away. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, well, shit. And I, I take my arrow out. I, I had an arrow knocked the whole time. So I, I put my arrow back in my quiver. If you're listening to this Cooper, that's what a lot of us do. We have arrow <laughs> knocks when we're deer hunting. Typically, before you want to shoot a deer, you put an arrow. Definitely a good idea. Yeah. Um, But so I I put my arrow back in my quiver, and then I take like three steps. I was like, well, I'm going to knock an arrow, just in case. Rather have one knocked than not. Yeah. I was like, I'll I'll knock an arrow until I get back out onto the road. And so I knock an arrow, and then I take like three or four more steps and a bigger deer shut up stands up in the 10 same yards sh- from me in the same patch it it was it was the other there was two bucks that i first that saw you initially saw what's this, this one going this <laughs> 50s for sure uh, this is 60s for sure oh my god he might have been bigger because he he definitely didn't stick around long because he knew I was there. Like I take three steps, he stands up ten yards from me. In the thick. St- Are you still like, just seeing neck, head, and rack, or is there this one? If he would have gave me more time, I could have got a shot off. Like I could see body. Wow. And so all all I had time to do was like I had my release in my hand, my right. bow in my hand because I shoot a handheld release. Right. All I had time to do was clip. Put my release on my D loop and he was gone. Thinking about it, so you know how when you drove past him, he was sitting on that side of the public? He was on, mm-hmm. uh, not the public, on the private, on the private. The first year yes. was, yeah. I bet you he was not in that tall shit because that buck was in that tall shit. Yeah. And probably, probably pushed him out of it. So then you drive by, that deer's like, well. He can't see me. Yeah. he was, And exactly. The big one says you can't see, he doesn't see you, he just yeah. hears you. First one, smaller one, sees you. Then he's like, well, I'm going back into this tall stuff, even though I'm with this bigger deer. Probably yeah. doesn't want to be around him, but he'd rather be covered. And I'm just kind of surprised that the smaller buck blew out before that bigger deer blew out. Well, the thing is, when I originally worked into that patch Mm -hmm. i had worked in there around that bigger deer to where i i kind of circled on the back side of them so you were further away from the bigger deer stalking the smaller one yeah because i i kind of went around the back side of him and then whenever i had blown that first deer out i just cut you know straight across back out to the road and just 
fucking ran right into him. Wow. And he was, I wish I would have got a really good look at that deer. Cause, well, I did when he they were out in the field on the private. I was looking at him through the binos and stuff. So the smaller one, I guess we're saying small, but the big one, the 150s, the first one you saw. Yeah. Mainframe, t- mainframe 10? That I don't know. Okay. Probably. What about the second? Do you know that at all? No. Okay. I don't I don't know. I was just curious. I was just curious. That. No big deal. Just because I never got a really good right. look at him. Mm-hmm. But I that second deer, he was a nice deer. He was big. Either one would have eaten an arrow. Oh yeah. But it was just it was just kind of crazy how things worked out. And they were yeah. both both in there and I had no idea that other deer was in there. And how big a patch do you think that was? You said thirty yards by forty yards? Yeah, maybe a little bigger. It wasn't okay. real big. I mean, I'm not a biologist by any means, but like especially that time of year, like I'm sure those deer don't want to be around each other. That's why no. I think that's why I initially think he got kicked off of it, went to the private where he was exposed under a tree, like you could see him clear yeah. as day, but then that alerted him he came back. That's just crazy how it's safe to say there's probably 300 inches of deer in that little piece of tall yeah. grass. That's crazy, yeah. though. Okay. No, it was definitely cool. So, you just blew out two monsters. Yeah. Then and, what? And the, the second deer I blew out, he ran onto the private that they were that they came from. Okay, one went private, one went 100 yards public. What's the next yeah. move? Um, What'd you do next? I... Went back to the pickup and I drove around a little bit more. Did you completely were like, just like, okay, strike one, strike two. I'm forgetting about these guys. Look for more deer. Or were you trying to think of like a game plan to go back to the smaller one that went a hundred yards off? What were you thinking? Well, I knew for sure that big, the second one, he, he wasn't coming back for at least a couple days. I wouldn't see him. Um, he's gone. Yeah. He's he's gone for a while. Yeah. So I went back to the pickup and and yeah, just kind of uh figured out what I was gonna do next, which I just good man. I don't know. I I so, kind of well, tried to point, forget about those. Okay, at this point it's probably right what is it safe to say it's like what, ten o'clock? around yeah like that morning it was it was pretty much done were you that morning okay here's my question too so you know like in like a normal hang on stand normal hunt like we're doing back home on private did you have that same thought where you're like well i'm gonna just go home come back for the evening hunt or it makes me wonder doing what you're doing you are covering a lot more ground obviously not being in a stand and this is a it's a I'll say it is a large area. There's a lot of ground out there. Well, did you did you just hunt through? So did I, you hunt all day or did you like no, did you back out of there? I I left. I drove around just a little bit seeing if I could spot anything else that was up on its feet moving. And uh I don't think I saw anything else up moving. Um there is areas out there where you can't hunt. Um and deer there's a lot of deer on those areas too. They they move between all this public and right. places you can't hunt. Right. Um, and so I 
I drove around a little bit more, and then I I just went back to the house. Um, I mean, I I guess it it does make sense. Like a bedded deer is your best bet on putting a stock on. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. But if you can't fucking see them, you don't know yeah. where to hunt them, when to put a stock on. So I, I guess I kind of answered my own question about yeah. They kind of have to be up. And I guess even when you initially saw that first deer, you said it was like nine o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even then for some guys, it's getting close to that time where guys are like, oh, I'm going to get out of here. So it, yeah, if, if you those, want, those deer were already bedded if, for the morning. Exactly. If you honestly wouldn't have seen that first deer, you probably wouldn't have none of the, You know what I, I mean? Yeah. You would have been like, well, it's getting to that point where, they're already they're bedded. already going to be bedded, yeah. So I'm just going to get out of here. It, but, it was kind of it was kind of warm out. Mm-hmm. It was starting to get kind of warm, so they they were bedded for the day, I think. So I I went back to the house and uh, I didn't like hunt all day out there or anything. You know, I'd go out there in the mornings till ten ten thirty, yeah. and then I'd go back to town for a couple hours and go back out there early afternoon mm-hmm. and. Uh, did you there, hunt, that, hunt that evening? Yeah. And I don't, there was only one, really one other time out there where I had an opportunity. Um, and I don't remember if it was that day. I go out different part of that piece and I park and I hop up on the toolbox and I'm first, I start out with the binos just because I can see more. Just area. 10, 10 by 42s? Yeah. I can cover more area. Kind of just, it's more of a broad view, you know, looking you're, at things. You're glassing. and Pretty much, it, right? Yeah. You're- Five minutes of looking through the binos, if that, and I spot some deer. Really? Um, and they're, they're a couple hundred yards into this place. Still pretty open, but, you know, enough tall vegetation you know, different terrain features, little dips and stuff that right. you can put stocks on. But I glass up, it was two bucks, and I think just one doe was what I saw at the time. Um, you know, two, three, probably 300 yards away. Right. But the, wind, the wind's good. Um, I know where they're at. They're both pretty decent deer, nothing huge or anything, but both pretty decent deer. And so I get all my stuff on, um, grab my bow and I start circling around and get the wind directly in my face, um, and start working towards them. The mistake I made with this one is I thought I was a lot, cause when you get out in there, right. Shit gets tall and you can't. I'm not up on my toolbox anymore. I can't see him as well. Exactly. You're, you're, not, you're not 12 foot off the ground. Yeah. I lose them for a little bit and I start, I think I'm closer to them than what I actually was. So I start crawling um, before I needed to. I start crawling when I'm too far from them. Um, so I crawl for, I don't even know what it was, quite a ways. And finally, you know, I get to a spot to where I can stand up 
completely, yeah. but I'm still behind enough cover. And, you know, I finally find them again, and they're still 100 yards from me. Damn. 200, 150 yards probably. I'm like, well, shit, I'm still farther well, away well, than I, I thought. I mean, I can't blame you. Like, after, after the first stalk on the first deer, and yeah. then a second one, you didn't even know that was happening, but, like, you... Ran up on him. Yeah. I was playing lot. it safe on this one. Yeah, you didn't start wanna... crawling before I needed to, and it better than the alternative. Yeah, and so I get up to work my way up. I'm probably a hundred yards from him, and uh, at this point, they hadn't moved around a whole lot. They were out there feeding. The problem is, there's two bucks in that doe, and the bigger buck was kind of chasing that little buck off. Yeah. And um, so when I start to get closer to them, that's when they kind of start getting riled up. and uh, A little more tense. That that bigger buck starts chasing that younger buck off. The younger buck's trying to take his doe. And so they start running around a little bit more than what they were doing. Right. And I, could, I only got maybe 80 yards from them. And then that's when they, they started chasing pretty hard and, uh, just worked. They ran off, ran the other direction from me. They didn't know I was there, but they just started chasing and I just got you. worked away from me. And so that one, uh, they, the funny thing is they actually worked damn near back to where my pickup was parked. Is where they started running off to, and uh, so so I was kind of okay, shit out of luck on. on that one. And then how by far then it, how far are you at this point when they're like they're not aware of you, but they're they're doing deer things. Yeah, they're chasing smaller bucks off, chasing does, doing whatever. How yeah. far are they from you at this point? I was probably eighty yards from them, but then closing the, in. The other problem is I was starting to run out of cover. Like there was a probably 40 yards I had to cover that was open that I didn't have much cover to get across. That was, that was the big problem is I kind of hit a wall there where I couldn't go any farther. I needed them to work towards me a little bit more and they just worked the other way. Damn. And also it's like, okay, let's say they do run off and you run out of real estate. Even if you do, back out of there, get around to your truck somehow. Let's say you do, and they're still in the area. At that point, it's almost like you're fighting with a different wind, and the wind's yeah. not in your favor. And the and the thing is, I the problem is I started fighting daylight. And so they they work off around to my right, and they're, they get off, you know, 200 yards away again. And so I say, all right, fuck it. There's enough cover between them and me that I don't think they can see me. So I start, you know, jogging, picking up, picking up the pace, trying to hunker down a little bit, but jogging directly at them, trying to make something happen. What time is it? How much time you got left? For you you can't see 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, it's tight. So it's getting tight and I'm, you know, I'm trying to cover ground as quickly as I can. And I get, you know, Still probably only a hundred yards from them. And uh 
it, it's just getting too dark at this point. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't, I don't think I have enough time to yeah. do anything at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just circle back around and start heading for the pickup, which also probably the right decision. Like you said, knowing you don't have enough time to put a stock on them or finish the stock, whatever you want to call it. And also it's like, well, if I get out of here, don't, you know, booger them up. Maybe they'll yeah. be back. Maybe I'll get yeah, another, I didn't want to blow them yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. There. Get another chance of that same area. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that was the end of that hunt. Um, and then, unfortunately, there. So there was nobody out there during bow season. I was the only only <laughs> I'm person. For, I'm out waiting there. for this part. Only person out there, and uh, this must have been. I don't know how many other times I hunted out there, whatever. But then rifle season started. And hang on, hang on. I got it. Exactly. And so then for some reason, nobody's out there during bow season. During rifle season, it seems like there's people everywhere. So that and the deer know they, they knew where they were safe. That's where they stayed. And so that was kind of the yeah the end of that spot. Well, tell me, you gotta you gotta tell the story because you told me it. We talked on the phone a while back when you were out there. Oh yeah, and you the the guy in orange. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was one other time. There's some. So this is like state public, um, but there's also some walk-in, two pieces of walk-in that are, like just on the outside of this place. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't butt up directly to it. There's like uh, just a little bit of private in between them. Um, but I'm, and I forget, this was of a morning that I'm driving down the road right next to this walk-in. And there's a, um, there's one buck off by himself out in the middle of this field that's walk-in. And it's an old wheat field that hadn't been farmed in a couple of years. So there's wheat stubble and weeds and stuff. Um, and it's a, he's, he was an eight pointer, probably 135. It's a nice eight. Something like that. It's a nice eight. And so this was after all those other stocks. And at this point, I'm like, fuck it. Got yeah. nothing to lose. Exactly. I'm going to make a move on him. He's headed, he's headed straight south. Cause I stopped on the North side of this piece mm-hmm. and, uh, looked at him through the spotter and he saw my pickup and he just, he didn't spook or anything. He just started walking South. Yeah. Um, not, not running off or anything, just walking South. And so I drive all the way down the road to the South boundary, basically park my truck, grab my bow and start running out there again basically and there's there's like no cover out there there's one clump of weeds that's tall enough for cover out there in the middle that i'm trying to get to before he can get past it yeah try to cut him off try and cut him off um and again they they move pretty damn quick even when it doesn't seem like they are yep and i i don't get out there um far enough to cut him off and he he never spooked or anything. He just worked past me before past I you. could get out there. Could you see him when you got to where you wanted to? Like how far past? Yeah. How how far past he was you? 
nowhere near north of 60. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And so he, he never spooked or anything. Never knew I was there. I just never could cut him off in time. Um, so he moves off the walk in and, and then the, the story you're talking about <laughs> later on that I, I'm driving down that same road, checking things out. Um, may, may, before you get into this, I didn't know either. Yeah. All right. So, so this I, was, yeah, we both this was are Friday. We're clueless. This was Friday uh-huh. that I'm driving down this road. Apparently, rifle season opened Wednesday or whatever it was. I thought rifle season started the following Wednesday. Yep. Apparently, it was already going on. Apparently. Because um, I, well, I hadn't hunted since that last weekend, which I think is when that happened. So I didn't hunt during the week just because I don't have enough time in the evenings. I go back out there after work um, just to check s- some things out. And I s- there's a pickup parked down uh, on the south boundary where I, I had parked to try and cut that deer off. Until then, you haven't seen another truck out here. No. Okay. And uh, there's a truck there. And then, well, I saw the, the blind first before I saw the truck. But I see a blind. It's right out in the middle of this wheat stubble where there's the one patch of weeds that I was trying to get to to cut this deer off. Yeah. And that one patch of weeds, someone's got a ground blind up. And I can see him sitting in there wearing blaze orange. And he's got a red wagon (laughs) sitting right next to his blind that I'm guessing he carried all his shit out in there. And it's it's, it's not like it's a hike in there or anything. No. But he's got that red wagon. Got the wagon. You have to. Fucking sitting right next to his blind. And, uh... So that's when I called God you. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Is it, is it rifle season? I didn't even know that. And I'm like, I don't think so. Why? And you're like, you know, you're giving me the story. I'm like, try, I'm like getting on the, the KDWP website and I'm like, yeah. well, fuck me. Maybe it is. So that's my fault. Not keeping up on uh, the regs and whatnot. But And, and then the- I, I continue to drive around a little bit more. And there's just fucking people just everywhere wearing the blaze orange, driving around, doing the, the same thing I'm trying to the, do. The old saying, Orange Army, is not an exaggeration. No. No, it is not. Sadly. So I was like, well, I don't even have any blaze orange, so looks like I'm not <laughs> Te- hunting this I, weekend. I, I guess technically you're the illegal one, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I guess I'm not hunting this weekend. I guess not. Yeah, so I I didn't hunt at all that weekend and then the following weekend is when I I came back here. Yeah, you Yeah, well, tell me if I'm wrong. Do I do you got you want you got a story for when you came back here? No, it was pretty uneventful. Okay. And then at that point, I don't know. At a certain point, we were on the phone. It was that same day we were talking about like what your plans were for hunting and we were trying to set something up for me to get out there. And help yeah. you. And I'm like, like, dude, I'll do what I can. Like, if I can run the class, you know, from the truck, if that helps you, you know, and yeah. we can just message back and forth. What You know what I mean? That type of thing. And I'm like, whatever I can do to help, I'm in. But your schedule, dude, those last 
And okay, what weekend did you come home to hunt? Because was it still November or not? I did well. I so I did come back in November and hunt a weekend. I know that. Do you I, know? But I don't remember dates or anything. I don't. All I'm saying is I remember you were like, well, I can't hunt this weekend. I got a wedding this weekend, and then yeah, I'm going all somewhere. Sorts of for, bullshit. You're going to some concert, I think, in Oklahoma another weekend. Uh, yeah. And it would have left you with like there was. One weekend. Yeah, there was like, it was like the last The last weekend, weekend in December. The last weekend, and we're like trying to figure it out, and I'm like, well, let's do this. And you're like, can't, got this. I'm like, okay, well, let's try this. Can't, got this. And literally, it came down to you had like, the way it just fell, you had like a day or two, and I'm like. Yeah. well, it's not even worth it. And I, and I think I had planned too, because it's Christmas, Christmas and shit. Yeah. yeah. What, do was, you, what can you do? Yeah, it was kind and, of a clusterfuck of a December. It, it just shitty because it almost is like your season ended three weeks before season yeah, actually. That's ended. what it. That's definitely what it felt like. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like you're getting kicked in the dick before you should really be. Yeah, getting before kicked. season actually yeah, ends. Yeah, the season ended. Yeah. It seemed like uh, December definitely didn't work out. You, how mu- you must be scared of Marissa. Oh, for sure. Marissa kick your ass for sure. Marissa whoop your ass for sure. Uh, I bet. I'd put money on her. Now, Lexi... She's mean. I, I keep Lexi back with one hand. Yeah. She She's like a buck ten on a good day. Yeah. yeah. But no, Marissa... Mar- Marissa's a little mean. <sighs> Anything you want to tell her right now before she listens uh, to Shout this? out to Marissa. I love you. Hey, I just heard you were uh, studying for your boards. Guys, she's yep. going to be our... Uh, Hunting sugar mama, she's pretty much gonna buy yeah. Drew and me everything we want when she basically when she's cashing checks and snapping necks. Um, <laughs> good luck on the boards. <laughs> Study hard. Yeah. Um, don't fuck it up. Good luck. Yeah, don't don't fuck this up for me. Me too. <laughs> I am a part of this group. <laughs> Us, we're a team. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. You're Back to serious business. I guess. So your season comes down and it, it ends in defeat, which is okay. It happens. I, hey, I've, I've eaten plenty of tags. I shot three deer three years in a row. Did you? Yeah, you, that streak was bound to come to an end. So, I, yeah, I wouldn't. It would have been cool to shoot a deer this year, but I, w- I really wasn't expecting a whole lot just because I knew it was kind of going to be a. A tough season just because new area and I just wasn't wasn't prepared like I wanted to be. Hey, shit happens. Learning lessons, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tr- I'm trying to think of something to say where it's like to all the guys who ate a tag, but I really don't got much. I know it sucks. Just, just get better at hunting, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking, not that fucking hard. Exactly. If you would have been shooting a Hoyt, you probably would have tagged out. Yeah, probably. I, I hear you. Do you need a new hat? Why? There's something stained on the front doesn't, of it. Doesn't look very good. <laughs> no, it don't. A little ragged out? No. Okay. It's my so, good luck hat. Long story short, ate a tag. But, but, you did get into some pretty cool hunting out there. Yeah, it was, it was definitely fun and while it lasted. It can happen, no doubt. Yeah, but I also think it's gonna happen with whatever deer you pick up. You know what I mean? Whatever deer you see, like don't get me wrong, you can like 
I don't know. What am I trying to say? It's like if it's a 140s, you're hunting them. If it's a 200, you're hunting them. Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? It's not like a targeting a specific bug. Exactly. That's, that's, sure. that's what I'm trying to say. It's not like you're in a freaking stand on private and you got your goddamn inventory and you know the whole list. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you definitely can target a specific bug. No doubt. But it's more of an opportunity thing. Like you don't want to waste. If, if opportunity comes up to put a stock on this deer, then yeah, that's what you're gonna do. If you're spotting stocking whitetails on public land, and you pass a 140s because the other day you saw 160s or 70s, whatever, then and you eat a tech, crazy. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like you gave it a hell of a shot. Yeah, it was fun. It would have been cool. Are you going to try it again next year? Or are you going to try... What are you thinking? I'm going to try and... I need to try and find whether I've got to lease something or just get permission somewhere. I definitely want to have... A, that option? That option of a spot of private where I can hang a couple stands, run some cameras. Um, but it would definitely be worthwhile to go back out and uh, try what I did this year. And... I wish I could, we could talk more about like the actual place without giving yeah. it away because people would like people would for sure know the name if if this was a really popular podcast and we told them where this was that place would be probably swarmed yeah by next year it's cool yeah so something to keep to yourself but once again tell a few stories you know let let some other yeah. people kind of hear so. it was fun no doubt. All right, guys, if you're listening this far, thank you for listening to the Midwest Hines Hunt Podcast with Drew Berger. Yeah. All right. Cheers, boys.